Hello and welcome to Flip the Switch. This is the podcast all about championing the multifaceted and multi-talented. And today we're joined by someone who has gone through a big, big pivot in their lives and is extremely multifaceted and really leaning into every single part of themselves and is also a very good friend. This week we've got... (laughs) Tasha. Hey, Tasha. Hello, Shana. <laughs> how, how are you doing? You good? You happy to be here? I'm good. I'm excited. <laughs> I know. I don't know what to expect. But you know. Well, what we do here, Tash, is we actually ask you to introduce yourself. Oh God! I know because actually the what do you do question can be quite a difficult question and so it's really good for you to do it and explain who you are in this moment in time because I know it is constantly changing. So Tash, what do you do? (laughs) If you don't know me on TikTok, I'm Travels by Tash. I'm a travel content creator. I've been doing it for the past year but I'm also a pharmacist on a career break Um, just trying to figure out what I want to do in my life basically (laughs) yeah it's a difficult one isn't it because I knew you when you were like studying or at the same university you're studying pharmacy and that's why so many years ago yes (laughs) and it's a long time ago and you've come so far especially in the past year so much has changed but I think it's a really Mm. good place for us to start is in the pharmacy era of your life yeah that was a big part of my life yeah it still is yeah it still is as well I think it it, you never know what's going to happen as well so where did it all begin for you so we're going right back to you know school like 15 you kind of get especially like I went to a good all girls catholic high school you kind of it's the path of university or, or nothing really and I always was always ac- academic always did quite well at school so I knew I wanted to go to university and do something kind of sciencey degree because I was always good at chemistry biology all those kind of things like I was never really creative at school like I hated art I hated sport like all that kind of thing so like being sciencey was my mm-hmm. thing so yeah so I knew I wanted to go into that I knew I actually wanted to do a degree that helped people in some way like where I'd get um to do with healthcare like that's why I went into pharmacy um and to get a correct like a a job straight away out of university so I kind of chose pharmacy that's kind of how I fell into it I never really was like passionate about it really really wanted to do it but it just seemed like a logical thing to do so I went with that I love it. And it it combines loads of subjects, doesn't it? It's one of those ones. Yeah, yeah. It's like similar to it's law, not... where it's like multiple different things in one. In yeah, that's why, yeah, because I always loved biology, chemistry, so it combined that. But there's also like people skills, like mm-hmm. we learned how to like counsel patients and like communication. So it was like, and some part of it was business and law, like it did cover a wide range of things. So it wasn't just one set subject, which I liked as well. So take me back then to like, uni tash <laughs> like you were studying pharmacy was there ever a point where you were like this is for forever like how were you feeling at that point when you were kind of studying it and working out what you wanted to do when it came to your career yeah I was thinking about this earlier actually I was like I wouldn't actually change like the past I wouldn't change mm-hmm. my degree and I wouldn't change what I've done because like when I was at university I've loved it yeah. like I really enjoyed learning I loved like the I did well yeah I enjoyed the degree I met loads of good friends I had such a great time so I would never have changed that um looking back oh we haven't mentioned actually we went to University of Nottingham so that's where me and Shana met mm-hmm. but one of the main reasons I chose to go to Nottingham aside from the fact it was like really really good for pharmacy was that they are really good for studying abroad so they have um sister campuses like in Malaysia and China but they're really well connected to loads of universities across the world and I literally remember being at the open day and my number one question would 
I'd asked all the universities I went to, I was like, can I study abroad? Some of them were like, oh, I'm not really sure. But Nottingham was like, yeah, you definitely can. And like pharmacy, mm-hmm. like you have two opportunities within second year and third year to do either semester or a full year abroad. So I was like, tick, like I really want to go to Nottingham because of that. Um, so I was luckily, I actually applied for my whole of my second year to go to Malaysia for the full year. And I was gutted I didn't get in because mm-hmm. for our year, it was really competitive. Like everyone wanted to travel and there's only like 10 spots, but it actually worked out perfectly. And that's why I believe everything happens for a reason, because I ended up going in my second semester of third year and it was just like the best, best time ever. And I'm still really good friends with everyone I met there. Um, it was just so much fun. And like, I was doing pharmacy there, but it was more about traveling and yeah. that's what really sparked it then. Yeah. Oh, amazing. And that's that was like, was that second year or third year? Third year, yeah. So that was third year uni. And then you came back and then was that applying for jobs time, basically? Yeah, we started applying for jobs. Um, start of final year, yeah. So start of final and then year. you went straight into a pharmacist role, right? Yeah, straight into being like a trainee pharmacist. And like literally only had like a few weeks after uni went straight into it so we used to having those big long summers to travel but yeah we went straight into it and that was such an intense year was like one of the probably the hardest year of my whole like academic life it was just so intense because you're working you're studying and it's like a lot of pressure onto that final exam to become a pharmacist but I was actually again really lucky with my um hospital they gave us like I asked if we could have a little break after doing my registration year and then becoming a pharmacist and they luckily gave me seven weeks off so again I had an opportunity to travel like without having to quit my job so I did South America trip during that and again so grateful I got to do that and again that like sparked my interest of my love for South America and Latin America so so then basically what it seems like is that you always had this love of travel yeah and you just wanted to like weave it into every single part of your life yeah. which is amazing and I'm lucky that I've been able to do that like even yeah. when I was young my parents like that's kind of what inspires me to travel because my parents they met traveling like 40 years ago they're big big travelers done so many backpacking trips so when I was young I was still lucky every every year we'd go to like exotic places like Jamaica and Cuba India um so again that like from a young age I've always loved travel and always wanted to travel as much as possible and then, oh, is there can. anything specific that you love particularly about travel like if you could describe I know it's like weird isn't it like thinking yeah. like really intensely about travel but like your this is your passion like what is it that you love about it there's so many things it's hard <laughs> to put a finger on it I, f- I just love like exploring new cultures as well and just seeing different ways of life mm. like just even the little things I remember like when I was in like Nicaragua and being just sat on a local bus and just watching the local life like and observing it all and just I don't know just like yeah seeing what's out there in the world um but also when I look back on my times when I'm traveling I was just so happy and like carefree like you don't really have any stress like your only stress is like if you're gonna miss your bus or you know booking your hostels (laughs) or stuff like that like you don't really have it's not like reality like so it's just yeah a lot easier happier times I guess yeah it's so arbitrary like the little things isn't it that we stress about and it's so nice that you've put it into words like what you love like it sounds like it's flexibility and like freedom and like learning and like we can get so stuck in the bubble of like London for example and like there's so many other places in the world to explore. You forget about the world, yeah. But it's really easy though, isn't it? Yeah, once you get... Even just coming back to London, like in the summer, I was like, oh, I love London now. Like, oh, I don't want to go away again. (laughs) Like you just get so 
back into your like your normal habits as well yeah yeah routine i think is really yeah. easy to and that, and that is something that i think we'll touch upon in a little bit mm. um is about routine while traveling so i think that's really difficult but mm. we touched a little bit on pharmacy and i think it's amazing and it's always good to understand like the journey for you but i think it's time to flip the switch because i want to focus mainly in this episode on traveling and actually how that has shaped you like the journey you've been on this year so are you ready to flip the switch let's do it (laughs) (laughs) we'll begin with maybe like going back a year ago Mm -hmm. to the big trip Mm-hmm. I remember so vividly mm-hmm. the uh, like the days before the trip, like the months before. You were nervous. Yeah, you? I was. I almost like didn't even want to go, which yeah. is crazy. Looking back, I remember like I think I texted Sophie. I was like, I don't think I'm going to go on the trip. Like another friend was meant to come with me at one point, and I was like, I don't really want to go if she's not going to come with me. Sophie was like, You've already asked for the time off work. Like you're going, and I was just like, just so nervous to go by myself. Which is totally understandable because it's it's like huge, right? You'd booked yeah. how many months off did you have, like in the diary? Eight and a half months off originally, yeah. Yeah, so eight and a half months of like pretty much solo traveling. Yeah. And like places that you hadn't been before. It was a lot. It and was- places that tend to be not safe for, mm-hmm. you know, solo female travelers as well. Definitely. And so when we go back to that moment like it is wild and can we talk a little bit about even the week before yeah tell me about that week before because i know even up to like the day before yeah. it was so stressful for you oh my god and you was... weren't even sure if you're going yeah that was one of the stressful weeks of my life because obviously i was so excited left everyone at work had a work leaving party said goodbye to all my friends like i was literally on the monday and it's a whirlwind of a story, but I was waiting back on these blood test results from my from my doctors just for something minor, but it turned into something huge, which I didn't realise. So that whole week, I was literally like, we were just waiting on these blood test results. So I didn't know if I was going to be able to go because my insurance wouldn't have covered me and I didn't want to go if the results were mm-hmm. inconclusive. So it literally wasn't until Friday afternoon and I was flying Saturday evening that my blood test came back and they were fine. So it was just so much stress, and I was like, "I'm not." I'm, I thought I was going to miss out on this big trip. But I know. I remember worrying about you so much <laughs> that, that week. It's actually like you couldn't have like you, you couldn't, couldn't have made it up. Made no. it up, yeah. Like, but it all worked out. It you, was just you drama there. for nothing, but <laughs> we got the end in the end. But you made it, and I you got it. there, and I was so happy. For that you. relief when I was like. I remember one that came through. Me and my mum were like, yes, like so relieved. <laughs> and you got on the trip. Yeah. And I know even like in, was it maybe a couple of weeks before you were thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to start with content. Wasn't it maybe a bit of an idea? That it was quite start? a while before. Mm-hmm. I remember like, <laughs> I've got a 3430 bucket list and on there it says become TikTok famous, which is a bit cringe. <laughs> so I'd kind of wanted this for a while now and like yeah I'd always thought oh, I'll just make a TikTok you know to share my experience to help other people to share my tips and tricks but I didn't expect it to kind of blow up to the extent that it did so 
Yeah, I know, just an idea. But I think as well, it's like worth saying, like in your nature as well, like you've got all the skills already. Like you're a big planner in terms of itinerary. You're like, you share tips anyway. You share your travel stuff. Like you're very good at like taking and capturing content. So it was like one of those things that wasn't monetized yet, I feel. Yeah, I just needed to put it all together. Like I was always the person where any big trip, everyone would always come to me and ask for advice. Like if they were going to Southeast Asia or something like that, they'd always ask me. So it's just a case of, yeah, sharing it, I guess online yeah to the world and I think that is like quite scary but like it was amazing that you found a format that works and like tell Mm. me about that how you were like testing on what you were posting and then like the first few videos that you started to realize that something was working yeah I think it wasn't I remember I posted my first I started posting on TikTok about a month before my big trip like I had it all planned out and when I hit a thousand followers in 10 days I was like oh my god like this is crazy I was like oh thousand followers um but it wasn't really until I got to New Zealand um, about two weeks into my trip I started posting my daily vlogs so every single day I was being consistent with TikTok and doing my vlogs and for some reason like New Zealand people like loved me like it blew up like each video was like getting so many thousands of views and people were like really interested in like my journey and my experience which was so lovely especially like a lot of New Zealand local people and again that's when I started to, a few people like recognised me as well and I was like oh like, am I famous <laughs> but yeah and then I did a couple videos that actually went viral so I did a McDonald's review love some Maccas in um, New Zealand because there's a McDonald's inside of a plane did that and that blew up but it's got like two and a half million views now whoa yeah well and it did lead to an article did it yeah, yeah I mean the, cool. I can't remember what it is the star there's two like the star and something else I'm in the paper because of that um, yeah so I had a couple of viral videos then I hit like 10,000 followers so it just kind of kept on growing from that I guess it kind of started from there you founded like this daily kind of vlog style yeah was working and was it like how did you find it like juggling just being a traveler like in general trying to immerse and then also filming at the same time was it easy like how did you find it in general no it is so hard it's literally like full-time job whilst you're traveling Mm. and everyone would always say like how do you do it like I've tried to do it but I think it's just something I was so passionate about and something like I really really wanted to do and I just made it work like even if it meant like taking like just finding time within a hostel like Mm -hmm. every morning just trying to find a little bit of quiet area just to do a voiceover or like spending there was so much time spent on buses and things like that so I just make sure that I did it any chance I could if you're like dedicated to something you'll make it work either way but I think the hardest thing though can be sometimes consistency like with just anything like any habit we have it can be really difficult to like show up every single day Mm. is there anything that you found really helpful like say if someone today I don't know is like very early in the start of their journey and they're looking to create you know a travel blog or whatever Mm. or a brand in general like a personal brand whether it be a Across fashion or whatever what would you recommend them doing because social media can be something that people really struggle with mm, in general yeah and you've it's really like come easy to you which is amazing and like they'd love to hear your tips <laughs> i was thinking this as well i was like i don't actually know like why me like why i blew up but um definitely consistency like i've literally posted every single day pretty much since i started a year ago and just making sure you're just everything is crisp like making sure that hook is like really good i just see so many videos where they're just like um um like you just need Mm -hmm. to be quick and snappy and also providing value every single video needs to provide value to make sure that people are like are saving it sharing it for a reason you're not just kind of doing it any videos for the sake of it what about sharing like i guess creating content like on the go like all the time is that what you do or do you already have a creative idea so when it comes to something like 
a new example, like idea for a TikTok, do you already know what it's going to be or do you just basically film everything and then create later? Yeah, I just film everything as I can. Mm-hmm. And then obviously if I'm doing like a big experience or like staying at a really cool hostel, like I'll know I want to do content about that. Mm-hmm. So I'll make sure I just film as much as possible and then get down to editing later. I want to like fast forward to the the really fun bits, like the exciting bits this year that have really made you happy and like have been like pinch me moments. Mm. Can you tell me about like any of those? What was the first pinch me moment for you that was like, whoa, like I'm a creator, like <laughs> this is sick. <laughs> There's definitely been a few, but the first was definitely... I'd say my first ever brand deal, which was with Bookaway, which are like a booking transport website app and been like um, working with them for a good few months now. But yeah, my first one was was with them in February and I was with my friend Sala and it was my first ever like call as well. I didn't really know what to expect and they were saying all these things like, oh, like how, what's your um, rates and what's well, this? And I was like, in my head, I was like, I've never done anything like this before. Um, and then looking back, like, it wasn't even an amazing price or an amazing deal. But I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm getting paid for this. And, like, got the transport for free. I was like, oh, it's so exciting. Um, so that was definitely a pinchy moment. I think I had about maybe 30,000 followers then. And then another big big pinchy moment which I feel like changed everything was I got a job working for the social media of Cell Croatia and Cell Croatia was always one of my best travel memories I did it five years ago and Mm -hmm. I rave about it all the time I applied and I got that job which was starting in end of July and bearing in mind I was meant to be going back to pharmacy in July and I just knew like I did not want to miss that opportunity of something I was so passionate about so I ended up quitting my pharmacy job which was really scary and I didn't know if I was making the right decision and I went over it so many times but looking back it was the best decision I could have made and then doing the social media job in Cell Croatia this summer Mm -hmm. was such a cool experience and I loved every second of it and again that led on to other things as well so I'm so grateful for that it was also such a big full circle moment as well for me going from being a guest five years ago in Cell Croatia to then going back to work for them and working for their social media, doing something that I love. And I was just super grateful for that opportunity. And then after that, it's definitely like people like recognise me in, in the street, especially in Central America. I would probably get it like every other day, someone coming up to me like, travel's my tash. Like, oh, I've watched your videos. Literally just walking down the street, so I would pass me like, oh, love your videos. So it was really weird, like getting used to that. It was overwhelming at first. I was like, uh, what should I say? But yeah, I kind of got used to it. But yeah, that was like, I still, still pinching my moment when that happens. I'm like, oh, thank you. Oh, see, it's really nice as well, because I think for you, like I've known you now for a long time. You're, I'd say you're like naturally introverted. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's re- yeah, and I, but I think that's a really good thing because it shows that introverts. Because I think a lot of the time we're like people that can make it are extroverted and like mm-hmm. this really loud, big personality. And it's like so amazing to see that because you're so creative and you've brought that to life online, and you can just be yourself. And maybe people like like that I'm not so loud and crazy like I'm just like a normal person you know what I mean like you don't have to be wild to make it on TikTok you know mm. what I mean like like when it comes to confidence as well I think confidence is a big thing with just in general like like people as we grow in our 20s I think mm. we're all like struggling with confidence and slowly trying to get there is there anything that you've learned this year like even being a, a solo traveler for one year and like being on your own what have you learned about confidence how have you got like more confident in who you are Definitely still something I struggle with because, like you said, I'm quite introverted. But when you're solo travelling, like, 
you literally just have to put yourself out of your comfort zone and it's taught me so much because like if you want to make friends you have to force yourself to make friends so you literally have to just go up to a group of people go up to a bar and just be like hey and once you get into the swing of things you'll realize that especially when traveling everyone's in the same boat like everyone wants to meet people everyone wants to make friends um and i've never really had any bad experiences of someone being like rude or anything while i'm trying to make friends so yeah it definitely puts you out your comfort zone even just like navigating countries alone like where you don't speak the language just being able to overcome so many challenges by yourself like not having anyone to rely on you definitely just grow in confidence like you can back yourself a bit more yeah <laughs> which is so good I'm so glad because I feel like in do you like in our heads we have this like worst case scenario like all the time of mm. like someone's gonna like just be rude to me like or like it's even like networking I find like I go into a room and I'm like everyone's staring at me and it's like they're not they don't yeah. even notice you're there or like if you're sitting it's on your, your own head. yeah and like do you know when you're sitting on your own and having dinner on your own like there's so many thoughts that come into your head that people are watching you and mm. actually does anyone care? yeah <laughs> i definitely felt that at first but i was on my own so much just got used to like going to a restaurant i remember my final night on my big trip like eight months i just went to a fancy restaurant in cancun by myself and everyone's <laughs> like you're going there alone i was like i don't really care because i wanted to celebrate my final you know moments of my trip and also like you shouldn't let just because someone else isn't coming with you like hold you back yeah exactly yeah if i had thought that then i would never have gone on this big trip so yeah just do it by yourself so it's amazing that it's like really shaped and changed you because mm. I even think when I look back to like me a year ago like in my pharmacy job like I was so unconfident and like just not like 100% myself and like mm. and happy in that job and in that role uh, I don't even like sometimes recognize myself when I look back so it's definitely yeah, been an amazing experience this past year there's something called the element which is basically like when you find the thing that you love mm. and you get to do the thing you love and like wake up every day and do it I don't know about you but I think there might be something in travel that is your element yeah definitely um and it's now like figuring that out where that fits in so I wanted to kind of touch upon the future and just like where you want to go now you've done this incredible trip and you know that like you can monetize it um what what what, what are you thinking about in terms of next steps well this is definitely like being the biggest struggle and the biggest challenge of the past year because I've had such an incredible year that now I'm like trying to just figure it all out what I want to do mm -hmm. and as well I feel like this is the first time in my life really where I've not had a clear direction like before it's always been school university my like do my training as pharmacist and then knowing I have this big trip and I feel like everyone goes through it at some point in their 20s where you, mm -hmm. you're like figuring things out so this is my time but mm -hmm. um yeah I just I definitely want to carry on my travel and my content creation but it's just being able to like get some money like a bit more money behind me as well and like if I want to continue traveling I need money so mm. I'm thinking of doing a pharmacy part-time just picking up a few shifts just so I can get a bit mon money behind me to then travel again yeah. um, and just try and continue the content creation doing some more uh, like brand work and maybe selling some digital products online things like that just so I can get a bit more income but yeah just trying to figure it all out no exactly it, it, it's hard like when we find what we want to do it sometimes can feel like, like unattainable in a way yeah. you're like how do I get there to like do this full time and, and I don't want to just go backwards and then be like yeah stuck in the same job that I don't like a hundred percent but I think why I invited you on as well is like when you're a multi-hyphenate and like you're good at multiple different things the whole point is that you have like this if you can imagine like a stove with loads of pots 
and you have like your pharmacy pot like simmering away like you can always pick that up if you yeah. really if, if you ever want to like we've talked about it before yeah you can do like part-time staff and that's great and then you can put it away and mm-hmm. you can say you know what I'm actually for the next few years going to leave it and then dial Focus up on something else yeah your travel and I think that's the great thing about being a multi-hyphenate that we can flex those skills whenever we we want mm-hmm. and it's now like figuring it out but I think it's okay to not know and not have a strategy because some things always come don't they yeah you never know what opportunities or other things that are going to happen in the future like you just can't plan a hundred percent and these opportunities come quickly mm. and we just kind of have to say yes and like just like trust in the universe sometimes mm. that it's all going to happen but I wanted to actually share with you a little quote because I love a good quote it's basically all around the fact that we need seasons so we can't just have like sunny days we have to mm-hmm. have storms as well because when we have a mix of both like the environment needs growth and to grow mm. we need good and bad and so I really love that because it like reflects life that you do need the good and bad to like value what you want and what you need and just challenge you as well yeah definitely what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you <laughs> and I'm so it's so true because like you I went on the kind of self-employment journey mm-hmm. a couple of years ago now but that was the hardest thing I ever did was giving in my notice and saying with no I had no plan I literally had nothing in the diary I had one month notice and I was like you know what I'm ready like yeah. this is time just have and, to do it for yourself yeah and yeah. you know don't you trust in mm. your gut that something's going to work out and for me like I'm really happy where I am today like I found my element and like who I am and what I want to do kind of like I know it will change though and evolve but right now like I'm happy and I think every few years I find I have to reinvent myself <laughs> and change new things because we enjoy um, lots of different things but it's not all glamorous and it's not as exciting social media can be very perfect a lot of the Mm. time okay tiktok's a lot better with Mm. it and actually showcasing the up and down which is great and i think that's the better thing of tiktok versus instagram a lot of my guests go through burnout and have been on that journey and share their tips as well so i want to talk about you like if you were open to talking about burnout Mm -hmm. and just like how it's been this year because i know it has it's been difficult traveling it's been so hard it's been such a struggle I say the main bit of burnout was definitely coming to the end of my big, like my first part of my trip, which was eight months. So I've just been traveling for so long and back to back like hostels and just not getting good sleep or just the constant moving around. And then just, just found myself not loving like the travel life anymore. And like, I was really missing routine and just like the simple things. It definitely like was a struggle. And I was even just thinking, oh, I should just go home. Mm I didn't really know what to do. I didn't know my plans. I really appreciate more slow travel now as well. So not being so quick, so fast paced. And it wasn't until I like stuck to one place, I was feeling burnout. Then I moved to one place. I just stayed there for like two weeks, chilled out, was by the beach and then like met really good people and just started to have a bit more fun again and like just put less pressure on myself. So kind of picked myself up from there. But then I'll also say recently, I've kind of gone through another little mini burnout because I feel like now I'm back home from traveling. I've kind of like lost that motivation and lost that ins- like inspiration knowing what to post and not being like as excited about posting online because I'm not traveling and like kind of stuck knowing what to post and things like that so yeah it's definitely been diff- tricky and also like my passion is travel and content but then turning that into a job sometimes it can take away the 
like the love and the excitement of it mm. um when it's just a hobby beforehand so well i think i find that the same with so i i'm a dj and i find djing is the same yeah i found when i was doing it at uni i got a job with it and i was djing at crisis every <laughs> week and when it became a job and it was like you know six hour shifts or whatever it's quite lonely and i started to realize when you monetize it, it's not as fun anymore. It's yeah, a hobby. Yeah, you don't want to take the fun out of things. Like something you love doing and you enjoy. So definitely, and it's like figuring out as well. Like a lot of the conversations I've had on here is about like should you monetize a hobby, mm. which is quite interesting. An episode with Cam, which is already out, she talks about um, she loves making clay earrings. Oh, but what she realized is that she doesn't she's actually gone from selling them mm. to like actually just keeping them as a hobby again okay because she thought okay this maybe isn't right right now like mm-hmm. she's going to keep them on the back burner kind of thing but when it comes to travel it's like yeah it's figuring out how could you is it whether you work freelance is it that you work in a full-time job is it that you just continue going the page and work for yourself there's like i guess there's so many routes yeah just trying to figure it all out is it's difficult but that's okay and i think yeah we're all on that journey and mm. it's like it's it's okay to not know is there like a big goal for you like do you have like i know you said you, you mentioned your 30 before 30 bucket list is there anything mm. else on there like is there more travel related stuff on there i literally have so many places i want to travel to it's so hard <laughs> and knowing, knowing what to do like one big thing i've always really kind of wanted to do is like do my working holiday visa in australia and i was in australia early this year and i just love it there i've got family there friends there and like just the lifestyle so i think maybe that in the near near future mm-hmm. but then also so many other places i want to travel to as well and i feel like australia is a bit like secluded if you're just in australia you can't really travel as much so mm. it's whether i want to have that like working in australia lifestyle or just continue continue traveling for a little bit yeah figure it out figure it out (laughs) work it out that's all good thank you as well for being so honest about burnout because i think we do need to talk about it more and like sometimes it's like the self-awareness of like where we are and like looking after ourselves is there anything now that you're like are you setting boundaries on terms of like your routine and things like that to like minimize burnout now you've like seen it a couple of times before Mm. I'm still quite bad at this, to be honest. <clears throat> and especially like, I've learned kind of being self-employed and not having the regular nine to five hours. It's, mm. I find it really struggle, like especially winter months as well, like just setting yourself routine and not just being like scrolling on your phone for hours and hours, especially because like my work is a lot just on the phone anyway. Mm-hmm. So you can just end up spending hours on it. So it's definitely something I need to improve on more. Um, but even this week, like I've gone back to the gym and stuff and I feel like that's really helped kind of put me in the right mindset of mm-hmm. having that routine again and doing some things to better my mental health and to better myself. So hopefully I can still continue figuring it, figuring it out in the next few months. I do genuinely think though, as you get better with yeah, burnout, don't you? It's still so new for me. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm used to like getting up to go to my nine to five kind of mm-hmm. thing. So yeah and like in a way you have to treat it as if you're in a nine to five i find yeah it's like even if you're like working for yourself you like, are your own boss exactly you've got to be so strict and be mm-hmm. like as if i'm going to the office and as if i'm like like the 6 a.m starts i have to do otherwise i think i just stay in bed all day you would. yeah that's what i've been doing because so. <laughs> it's like permission you've got like permission to do whatever you want and you're like yeah. whoa like this is too much but then i'm not productive and then i kick myself again the, the day and mm. like, tomorrow i'm gonna be productive and then yeah i need to get better at that And in terms of like figuring it out, I know we're coming towards the end of the year. It's time for like goal setting. Have you got any goals now that you're like really thinking about like when it comes to like big ones or like travel related? What are you kind of thinking for the future? At some point, I would definitely love to host like my own group trips. 
because I know for a lot of people like going solo travel, it just seems too scary to go to certain places by themselves. And a lot of people would prefer to go on a group or to go with people, but you don't always have those people to go with. So to be able to give, to make it accessible for everyone. And so some of my followers can come and come and doing a trip with me I would love that so hopefully that can happen in some time in the future and especially going back to places that I loved like some of my favorite countries like Nicaragua and Colombia like I'd love to show other people the countries and what I love about it so much so that would definitely be cool guys sounds amazing it sounds like a really exciting next year Mm. and we can't wait to hear more so for anyone listening like a lot of our listeners are multi-hyphenates and they are juggling lots of things or they're curious about maybe going for their goals they might have been sitting it on it for years and get really excited about doing something a bit different and breaking out of the mold if you were going to start again you know any tips for someone that is at the very early stage of like wanting to do something but like not feeling ready yet like is there anything that you would give them advice I guess as well it's like advice to your past self Mm. too (laughs) um I always live by like this is gonna sound silly like yellow like you only have like one life and life is so short and like you just literally don't know what tomorrow brings and I feel like especially working in healthcare I'd hear so many sad stories about people like with cancer and things like that like you literally just don't know what's around the corner so you just need to live like for the now and just do things that you love doing and you're like even if you're scared to do it just you never know what's going to happen in life so just go for it because it could end up being something amazing and if you never know unless you try all about that yellow attitude okay <laughs> i'm into it i love oh. it <laughs> oh well thank you so much tasha where can we find you i know you're all over socials mm-hmm. for all things solo female travel make sure you follow me travels by tash on tiktok and instagram 